Landon's going to be a pretty hard act to follow. <laughs> and the only thing I can promise you is probably we'll be out of here a little sooner than we normally are. <laughs> I'm going to start out with a, a story and uh, probably end up with another story if, if I stay along what my notes say here. About, I don't know, a couple of three weeks ago, Mary and I were sitting at home watching TV with something I don't do a whole lot of because it was wet and rainy. And uh, there was a oh, this show was a uh, fiction deal. And uh, these terrorists or somebody had taken a weapon of mass destruction and planted that thing somewhere. And the authorities found out about it. And uh, they sent this elite crew to find this thing and disarm it. Well, uh, of course, the tension builds through the show, and uh, they finally find this thing. It's got a bunch of fail-safe things on it, like they do on, uh, like they do on TV. And finally, some guy that probably knows about half as much as John does got his laptop out, and he entered a bunch of numbers into there. And uh, there's like 10 seconds left on this thing to go off, and he punches the enter button. He says, well, all we can do now is pray. And Mary's sitting over here, and she says, oh, they got that all wrong. <laughs> she said, they should have prayed first. <laughs> and then see what they could do. <laughs> and uh, John, I find myself wanting to walk around, but since I don't have the cordless mic, I'll just stand here. Uh, how many times in our lives do we come up with a little hiccup in our life, things are happening, uh, health problems or financial or whatever, and we think, well, heck, I can take care of that. I'll just uh, fix this myself. And, of course, we do something and it doesn't work, so we do something else and that doesn't work. We keep, keep getting deeper and deeper, and uh, finally it strikes us, hey, I forgot to pray about this. I should have turned this over to God because... Uh, he's the one really in control to start with. So today what I want to talk about is prayer. We need to, I guess, kind of try to train ourselves to pray more often about really everything in our lives before we take action, but especially problems. You know, prayer is one of the greatest blessings that God has given us. It's, a, it's like a 24-7 direct helpline, internet, whatever, connection to God, and that he can take care of any kind of problem we might have. Uh, we just often fail to use that like we should. Uh, God is, uh, like I say, he's open 24-7, He's always glad to hear from us. When we pray, God really doesn't require our prayers to him so that he knows what's going on in our lives because he already knows. He knows everything about us that there is to know. The thing about prayer is when we go to him in prayer, it's like we are submissive to him, we're accepting the fact that God, 
I can't handle this myself. I am going to have to have your help. And I can imagine, kind of like uh, Fred was up here one Sunday when he fell the pulpit, and his image of God was like an old grandfather sitting up there in a chair, and he's sitting up there on his throne. He's watching us down here and uh, watching what all of us are sometimes doing. Uh, I can see him sometimes just going, oh, man. What are they doing? And uh, sometimes he'd probably get a chuckle out of it. And there's so many things. He is so heavenly and we are so worldly that his ways are way above what our ways are. And there is truly nothing that we can't go to him in prayer and uh, it be done. I mean... Uh, in the New Testament, Jesus tells us several times how to pray and what we should pray. Uh, in one instance, he gives us the Lord's Prayer, and I believe that's in Matthew, and we pray that every Sunday. Keep thy kingdom come, thy will be done. We're praying to God that his will be done in all situations. Well, sometimes... His will doesn't exactly align with ours. And uh, uh, when we pray to the Lord, we should pray in a proper manner. I mean, how many of us have, have uh, prayed to God and say, Lord, if you'll just give me the winning lottery numbers this week, I'll give 15% to the church and do all kinds of good. I mean, I, I don't think he pays attention to a, to a prayer like that. But if you've got someone that's sick and ill and you go get down on your knees and you pray for them, I guarantee you he's sitting up there on that throne. His arms are out wide and he is listening to your every word. He answers and hears all prayers. If y'all would look in your Bible, please, and turn to Mark chapter 11, verses 22, 23, 24. This is Jesus himself speaking. He says, Have faith in God, Jesus answered. I tell you the truth. If anyone says to this mountain, Go, throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, we never, you never ask for, whatever you ask for in prayer, I believe, and believe that you have received it, it will be yours. Now, there's one key word there in that scripture I want you to look back up at says anyone and that anyone can be you can be me can be your neighbor can be your son or your daughter if anyone has that kind of faith in their prayer and really believes it when they pray then it will happen for them I think the problem with a lot of times we don't have enough faith in, in our prayers and what we believe will happen will happen
Uh, I've got another story here in the Bible that I'm going to read to you in a second about uh, it's just one that I personally like to to read about Isaiah and his faith in God and really I feel like he was kind of showing out a little bit at the time because he had God on his side and he just gave a, gave a, a brief moment of God's power and uh, uh, before we go to that and read at this particular time Isaiah was the only one of God's prophets left a woman named Jezebel who was a worshiper of Baal, another their god, had killed off all of God's prophets except for Isaiah. And Isaiah was standing strong against Jezebel and the king. And uh, I believe that uh, they had like 450 prophets. And if you would, please turn in your pew Bible. This is a little bit lengthy, but I want to share it with you. To 1 Kings, chapter 18, 18 through 39. I have not made trouble for Israel, Elijah replied, but you and your father's family have. You have abandoned the Lord's commandments and have followed the Baals. Now, summon the people from all over Israel to meet me on Mount Carmel and bring the 450 prophets of Baal with you and the 400 prophets of Asherah who eat at Jezebel's table. So this is one man against 950. So Ahab sent the word throughout Israel and assembled the prophets on Mount Carmel. Elijah went before the people and said, How long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. But the people said nothing. Then Elijah said to them, I am the only one of the Lord's prophets left, but Baal has 450 prophets. Get two bulls for us. Let them choose for themselves and let them cut it into pieces and put it on the wood, but not set fire to it. I will prepare the other bull and put it on the wood, but not set fire to it. <clears throat> then you call on the name of your God, and I will call on the, name of the, on the name of the Lord. And the God who answers by, by fire, he is God. So then all the people said, what you say is good. So he's putting, he's putting all these people to the test. And uh, uh, we'll read on here. Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, choose one of the bulls and prepare it first. And since there are so many of you, call on the name of your God, but do not light the fire. So they took the bull given them, and they prepared it. Then they called on the name of Baal from morning till noon. Oh, Baal, answer us, they shouted, and there was no response. 
No one answered. And they danced around the altar they had made. At noon, Elijah began to taunt him. He began to taunt them. Now think of the faith he had. He's 450, rather 950 prophets, and he's standing here by himself. And he's taunting them about their God. He said, Shout louder, he said. Surely he is God. Maybe he is deep in thought or busy or traveling. Maybe he is sleeping and must be awakened. So they shouted louder and louder and slashed themselves with swords and spears, as was their custom, until their blood flowed. Midday passed, and they continued their frantic prophesying until the time for the evening sacrifice. But there was no response. No one answered, and no one paid attention. Then Elijah said to all the people, Come here to me. And they came to him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord, which was in ruins. Elijah took twelve stones, one for each of the tribe descended from Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord had come, saying, Your name shall be Israel. And with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord, and he dug a trench around it, large enough to hold two seas of seed. He arranged the wood, cut the bull into pieces, and laid it on the wood. And then he said to them, Fill four large jars of water and pour it on the offering and on the wood. So he's having them to drench the firewood with water. And then he says, Do it again. And they did it again. Do it a third time, he ordered. And they did it a third time. Water ran down around the altar and even filled the trench that they had dug around it. Now at the time of sacrifice, the prophet Elijah stepped forward and prayed, O Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known today that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant and have done all these things at your command. Answer me, O Lord, answer me, so these people will know, and that, O Lord, you are God, and that you are turning their hearts back again. Can you imagine what I'm fixing to say? I want you to picture this in your mind. Then the fire of the Lord fell, burned up the sacrifice, the wood the stones, the soil, and also all the water that was in the trench. When all the people saw this, they fell prostrate and cried, The Lord, He is God. The Lord, He is God. Can you imagine have that much faith in your prayers? Could you stand against 950 people and taunt them about their God with your God, the power of your God. I, it, it, I'm envious of that kind of uh, relationship that Elijah had with God that he could be that brave and that uh, brazen in his actions and reactions with the uh, other worshipers of Baal. And it is my wish that each of us could work towards uh, having that type of faith 
in our prayers as we go through our daily lives when someone falls ill in your family or uh, we just run into a lot of situations in our life, go to God first. Pray to Him. Ask Him for His help. And if you have the faith that Elijah had, I promise you God will not let you down. I'd like to go back, if you would, back. Let's go back to the uh, reading of Mark. And again, I'd like to emphasize what Jesus said. If anyone says to this mountain, go, throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. That anyone is you, that anyone is me. We need to have that kind of faith to know that when we pray to God in earnest and with total and absolute faith, it will be done for us. And to close, I'd like to go back to, to uh, Fred's idea of old Grandpa sitting there, Grandpa God sitting on the throne, and uh, he's sitting here with his hands outstretched. He's waiting on you to talk to him, to bring him your problems, to pray to him. Prayer is the strongest connection that we have with God uh, for every single problem in our lives. Nothing's too big, nothing's too small, and God already knows what's going on in your life. It's not going to surprise him. He's been up there a long time listening to people's prayers, and anything we can come up with is not going to shock him, I promise you. So uh, just keep in mind that for a prayer to come true, you must have absolute faith that it will happen for you. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we just thank you this morning for being with us, for uh, this story of Isaiah. We pray that, Lord, you could strengthen each of us and give us the faith and the confidence that Isaiah had in you that uh, when we pray and we pray with enough faith to believe in you, Lord, that it will be done for us, as you said and as your son said. Uh, ask, Lord, that you would be with us in this coming week. May we be better servants to you in all that we do. In Christ's name we pray it. Amen.